This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. Cold temperatures across the U.S. and dryness in South America. However, expectations for improved U.S. planting weather over the next week did temper the gains as farmers should be able to make good seeding progress. Yesterday, the International Grains Council lowered its projection for world corn production this year by a million tons, but it would still be a record at 1.192 billion tons if realized. Wheat, it's mixed in early trade with gains in Minneapolis spring wheat and losses in the winter wheats. Minneapolis up six cents in the July contract at 7.50 per bushel. Kansas City down four cents in the July contract at 6.90 per bushel. Chicago wheat down five cents in July at 7.24 per bushel. Crop conditions for the U.S. winter wheat uh, are thought to be showing some improvement, but it remains dry in the winter wheat regions of the U.S. and Canada with competition from corn and soybeans likely cutting into seeded acres as well. That's a look at the ice futures and U.S. markets for Friday, April 30th. In Winnipeg, for Markets Farm, I'm Phil Franz-Warkenton. If you need a tractor that's small but mighty, Butler Farm Equipment in Fort St. John has just the tickets. The Workmaster 25S subcompact tractor from New Holland. With 25 horsepower, a three-point hitch, rear PTO, and mid-PTO, it handles chores a garden tractor just can't. Plus, this economical tractor gives you deluxe comfort and simple two-pedal operation that makes it easy to mow, load, dig, grade, and more. Stop by Butler Farm Equipment in Fort St. John today to learn more about the Workmaster 25S. The opinions expressed during this show do not represent those of this station. If you've missed any of this show, you can follow the podcast at energeticcity.ca. Now, an in-depth look at the news and information shaping our community. This is Moose Talks with your host, Doug Craig, on Moose FM. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Moose Talks. A little later on, we're going to be chatting with Kwong Wong. He is the Assistant Director for the Pacific Region for the 2021 Census at Statistics Canada. So we're going to talk a bit about what the census means to you and some job opportunities available to you in the piece. Should you be looking for something extra or something to bridge the gap, uh, work for the government. Always a good time. But first, the B.C. provincial budget came out last week and... Well, it's a mixed bag, in my opinion, anyway, but my opinion doesn't count. We want to hear from our local MLA, Dan Davies, who joins me now uh, en route back home here in, uh, or rather, I should say, from Vancouver. Dan, so nice to have you on the show. Good morning, Dub. Your opinion counts 100%. (laughs) Thank you very much. Uh, Well, let's start with uh, some words you used in your opinion column you put out about this uh, little budget uh, earlier this week, I believe it was. You called it a lackluster budget from a disappointing premier. Can you tell us why and what you meant by that exactly? Well, oh. Do I got an hour here to talk or two? (laughs) We got about 10 minutes, Dan. (laughs) So, so here, here's, here's the thing. Um, You know, we we're in a time right now when people are looking toward government for help and support. Uh, You know, in, in reality, the, uh, uh, you know, we, we need to 
start looking to where we are right now in the middle of COVID-19. The economy needs to recover. We need people to get back to work. We need to be supporting our businesses to get them through this, this, this piece right now. And between the throne speech, which was the previous week uh, before the budget and this budget, it doesn't lay out a map of anything that is hopeful for British Columbians um, other than a decade of massive deficit-run budgets. You know, these, these massive deficits are, uh, 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 you know, money that my great-grandkids, you know, our kids are going to be having to be responsible for. And the, the worst part, you know, you would think, okay, the running deficits, uh, you know, we, we do expect maybe some little bit of deficit uh, that, you know, there's, there's going to be good use of this money. But that's where the big problem is. There is very little for supporting business. We've, uh, you know, we saw last year the uh, government came up with $320 million to support small and medium-sized businesses. Um, they, they, they only got, they didn't even get half of that out. So they just rolled it over into this budget. Um, they've, uh, 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 forestry, uh, budget was cut by $41 million, which is like, okay, we, we need to be looking at our resources. There's nothing in the budget to support our, uh, natural gas and, and, uh, uh, oil and gas sector, nothing to, to support, uh, investment in British Columbia to attract these dollars in here because that, and, and I've been saying this since I've got elected. We need to be supporting our resource sector. We need to be attracting that investment into British Columbia, not scaring it away, which is what is happening right now. And there, th this is the issues with it. There, there's nothing to grow the economy, nothing to really get people working, and nothing for the North Peace. No Taylor Bridge, no extra money for supporting our resource roads, no extra money for uh, the agriculture industry. Uh, and the list goes on and on. So it's very disappointing, Deb. I think you said it uh, in again in that uh, op-ed you wrote. Uh, a lot of it was just rolled over. They haven't announced a lot of new stuff. It's just re-announcing things they've already been pulling out. And and for example, there was extensions of some already established programs, uh, child care spaces. They've been working on that. The BC recovery benefit. So that's okay, I suppose. But this budget in general seems short on salient details. For example, $330 million for a full spectrum of substance use treatment and recovery services, including $152 million for opioid treatment. Things we need, but they haven't said what that's going to be spent on other than, you know, a collection of words here. Do you have an, a sense yet of what the government's planning, or are they just announcing, we're going to spend this, we, we don't know on what yet? Yeah, you know, and and that's exactly it. Um, trust us. That's 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 their that's their message. And unfortunately, I don't think British Columbians are are in a trusting mood right now, uh, as as we've seen a number of things bungled uh, over the, over the past you know over the past four years that they've been in government. You know, here here's just one thing, and, and um, let's let's look at the private sector jobs versus the public sector jobs. And this government has been very um, excited to announce, oh, we've, we've, we've created all these jobs in the province. Yes, um, 50, well, actually almost 60,000 new public sector jobs in the last year. And I'm going to tell you a number number that's going to startle you in a minute. But we've lost 45,000 private sector jobs. Now, I, I am not saying we don't need public sector employees. We obviously do. But it's where are these jobs? They're not in. They're not hiring social workers. 
They're not hiring health professionals. They're not hiring teachers. Um, you know, are, are they into uh, uh, bloating uh, a bureaucracy? Are they, you know, increasing red tape? Uh, in, you know, which is, again, it, it, it is doing nothing to promote uh, investment in the province. So where are all these public sector jobs? And here's the number that we just found out yesterday, in fact. Since the NDP have taken over, actually, it, it, from 2018 is where we got the numbers, the public sector employees have grown by 180,000 new jobs since 2018. Public sector jobs, those are jobs, we don't know where they are, but those are jobs that have been created by the NDP in the public sector, tax-funded jobs. And, you know, this is just one thing uh, uh, among others. In fact, you know, they're not, they, they cut school districts. They cut school district budgets. And, and we've already been hearing from some school districts across the province that they're now looking to have to cut programs to make up for that cut. Uh, the health authorities' budgets have been cut. In the middle, well, not in the middle, but as we're moving out of a pandemic, we're still in a pandemic, they're cutting the health budget. So it, it's just, you know, some of the stuff, it just doesn't make sense. Yet they got this gigantic uh, uh, slush fund that they're just kind of holding on to. And uh, yeah, trust us, we'll, we'll figure it out. I want to talk about infrastructure spending, which you've already uh, kind of touched on a bit. I mean, what's frustrating to me is that you look back at times when there was uh, economic hardship, you know, and uh, governments were spending big on big public works projects. You get something made, you put people to work, that sort of thing. As you said, again, no money for the Taylor Bridge. Uh, not a lot of announced infrastructure spending, really, in general. And in fact, last week, Bob Zimmer was here and he said the liberal budget, the federal budget was the same. Not a lot of infrastructure spending. So what are your thoughts on that? I mean, would a Liberal government in B.C. anyway be right away, maybe you're biased as the uh, MP or MLA for this area, this would seem like a slam dunk time to invest in something like the Taylor Bridge? You're, you're absolutely right, Doug. Um, you know, we, we were at least hoping maybe it wouldn't be in this year's budget, but it would be in the next few years. There would at least be some uh, monies targeted in, in the budget uh, to, to get this project going. Um, <clears throat> there, there's, there is very little, of course, you know, there, there's a few projects that are underway in the, the lower mainland. Um, you know, they said that they'd make a priority for the Massey Tunnel. I don't know if you've ever been uh, through the Massey Tunnel. It's a disaster. Uh, they said they're going to make it a priority, but no money. Uh, it, it should, it would have been done actually under our plan. It would have been opened up this year. Um, you know, part of the issue as well is this, uh, uh, the government's done the community benefits agreement, which is a, uh, an, another major concern for us, which is basically uh, only one of eight uh, NDP handpicked unions are able to do the work on uh, a number of these infrastructure projects. <clears throat> We've already seen some projects uh, uh, that have gone north of 200% over budget before shovels are in the ground since they've changed to this. Uh, scopes are being reduced on, on a lot of these jobs. So there's there's one issue I think that's impacted the budget and how these infrastructure projects are doing uh, being done. Uh, you know, the, again, the list goes on, um, you know, especially up, up for us. We need improvements to the Alaska Highway. We need we need some more four-laning uh, four to the north. Our, our, our rural and resource roads, um, you know, many of them that were paved 35, 40 years ago, uh, those need resurfacing now to keep our uh, industry rolling. And uh, again, it's like a slap in the face. 
um, you know, it, it's, uh, we don't count. And, and that is what, you know, that is what I said in my budget speech. Uh, that is what I said in, in, in a few of my articles that I've written. We, we just need more. We need to be recognized for the contributions that we make to British Columbia. All right, Dan, quickly, uh, I think you touched on this at the start, too, and I want to end this part of the discussion on a positive note. Is there anything good in this budget? Anything you're, you're happy about or at least sort of like, okay, well, they did their job there at least? I scratched my head on that. <laughs> there, there, there is uh, a, a big push. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of the Boundary. Uh, program. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually it it, uh, it it's a program that that, that we started under our government uh, uh, before before 2017. Uh, but they are they are committed to uh, doubling foundry projects, uh, uh, foundry uh, organizations across the province. Uh, Fort Saint John actually was recently in uh, shortlisted for one, but we didn't get it. So hopefully Fort Saint John will end up getting one, which is a great. Uh, a, a great support for, for uh, young people uh, having uh, challenges with um, uh, mental health and addiction uh, issues. And uh, the success of this program across the province has, has been really good. So it's good to see that they're continuing to, to invest, in fact, uh, 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 grow with this. Um, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, they, they, are, they are trying to, to make some commitments in, in the mental health and addictions uh, uh, ministry. Um, but, you know, other than that... Uh, not really. It, 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 it is a budget that we can't afford. Um, it is a budget that isn't putting the money where it needs to be and supporting our small businesses um, and, and, you know, looking at, you know, bringing those investment dollars into British Columbia so we can start paying off these debt, uh, our, our debt, so we can get people working. And, and there's nothing there for that, and that's really disappointing. Yeah. I want to switch gears quickly, and we've only got a minute left, so you'll have to be brief if possible. Uh, th- this whole COVID uh, vaccine rollout, uh, specifically yesterday when we were finding out uh, this week, I should say, those pop-up yeah. uh, clinics that were happening in Surrey that were, in theory, they're you know they're trying to make a situation better by it but it's left people frustrated uh you guys were all over them yesterday in question period about it uh just share some thoughts on that if you would on uh, what's uh, unfolding there with these pop-up clinics that suddenly the government has rolled out well you know it, it, it feeds right back into what you know i've been saying for a year um you know there's mass confusion uh, around this government's procedure on on dealing with many aspects of it. It doesn't matter where you're talking restrictions, there's confusion, uh, you know, dealing with the vaccines now. I mean, it, it's it's no joke. This didn't all of a sudden show up and it's like, oh my God, we have vaccines. You know, this has been planned for months and months now. And, you know, the, the pop-up clinics, which, you know, were a disaster and, and you know, some of them turned, you know, quite violent. Uh, a couple of the people that were camped out at three in the morning were told to go home at noon. Uh, no, there's no pop-up clinic here. And, you know, people phone Fraser Health uh, in this example, and, and Fraser Health said, no, that uh, it was nothing to do with us. Phone the ministry. And the ministry, they phoned the ministry, and they said, no, this, uh, these are all being done by health authorities. Call Fraser Health. You know, it, it's just one thing after another where, um, you know, this is where the government needs to shine and show leadership and, and, and be dealing with this. And right now all we're getting is mixed messages uh, blame being thrown everywhere but where it needs to be, and that needs to be right now, uh, the government. The government needs to be sorting this out, getting these vaccines rolled out, 
Um, you know, we, we could talk about the rapid testing, which is a complete failure in this province. Uh, you know, we've got we've got a, a million and a half kits that are going to be expiring here uh, in Vancouver that the government isn't using. Uh, there, there's like I say, it's it's one thing after another, Deb. Uh, unfortunately, that, uh, that, that 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 this government is uh, has done around this. I'm lucky enough; I did end up getting uh, 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 at the AstraZeneca there last week and at No Frills. I, I appreciate, um, and and people need to follow up and check with the local local pharmacies, and hopefully we can get we can get out of this sooner than later. Absolutely. All right, Dan, we'll have to leave it there. But thank you again for being on Moose Talks as usual. Thanks, Tom. Have a great day. You too. That's Dan Davies, the MLA for Peace River North. We'll be right back to talk census right after this on the Moose. You know the greatest thing about living and working in 500 square feet? One second you're in the kitchen, you turn around, bam, living room. It's great that there's zero separation between my home and work life. Isn't that great? It's so great. The last year's been really complicated, but the experts at H&R Block can make your taxes simple. H&R Block, get what's yours. Call your local experts today, 250-785-7549. Located on 101st Street and 99th Avenue. Why City Furniture? Remember this? The little store that makes the big boys cry. City Furniture Now, has- City Furniture has grown to over 20 locations. We're locally owned, but with the buying power of the big box stores. In fact, we're one of the larger retailers in Western Canada. And previously, we were named the Western Canadian Retailer of the Year. Appliances, furniture, mattresses. We don't sell, we help you buy. Growing for over 40 years. City Furniture on 100th in Fort St. John. Beautiful design, expert craftsmanship, and exclusively found at Northern Vision Care. Tiffany Frames are a spectacular new line of frames, and Northern Vision Care is the only place in Fort St. John you can find them. See the entire selection of Tiffany Frames, plus more great brands on their website, where you can also shop online. Northern Vision Care also direct bills many insurance plans, as well as MSP. Northern Vision Care on 101st Avenue in Fort St. John, also in Dawson Creek, or at northernvisioncare.com. We all have something from M&M Food Market we love. Definitely the prepared meals. Healthy, delicious, and easy for weeknights. I love their selection of gluten-free products. Wings. Love their wings. All the flavors. Now, M&M Food Market is giving you a chance to win a gift card so you can enjoy more of the things you love. Simply sign up your email and receive a ballot for a chance to win a $25 gift card every Thursday until the end of April. M&M Food Market at the north end of the Totem Mall. Visit mmfoodmarket.com. Moose FM is proud to support the Fort St. John Hospital Foundation's 22nd Annual Bluey Day. This event brings our entire community together to show their support for those living with cancer, and it shows. But due to the current health advisory, it has been postponed. The great news is that registration has been opened once again for virtual experience and gives the participants an opportunity to raise more funds to help reach the goal of $100,000 for the Cancer Diagnostic and Treatment Fund. To register, go to FSJ Hospital Foundation foundation.ca or call 250-261-7563. Watch this show live on Facebook or download the podcast at energeticcity.ca. Welcome back to Moose Talks. I'm Dub Craig. Now the 2021 federal census is, uh, well, 
I guess every census is federal. But anyway, it's coming around very soon. And so we wanted to chat a bit about what the census is and more importantly, talk about some job opportunities that are available for you here in the piece. So we're joined now by the Assistant Director for the Pacific Region at the 2021 Census over at Statistics Canada. It's Kwong Wan joining us from Vancouver. Kwong, thank you for being on Moose Talks. Well, thank you very much, Doug, for having me. You're very welcome. So why don't we start with, uh, for people who don't really understand what the census is, what what is it? What is it used for? Sure. So every five years, uh, Canadians are invited to participate uh, in the census uh, to help paint a portrait of Canada's diverse population and the places that we live. The census of population provides high quality information on key socioeconomic trends Uh, analysis that help Canadians make important decisions that affect our families, our neighborhoods, and obviously our businesses. And uh, Statistics Canada uh, will begin sending out uh, letters to Canadian households as early as May the 3rd, that's next week, and this letter or package will provide them with information on how to complete their census questionnaires. And respondents will be encouraged to complete their questionnaires online. And so census reference day is May the 11th, 2021. Okay, so that's essentially the f- kind of the first day the census begins and when the packages are mailed out. Um, you said it's going to be conducted online. Is there going to be, just out of curiosity, an option available for people who are maybe uncomfortable with doing it online, a, a mail-in option, or is it 100% going to have to be online? Uh, no, there will be other options. Uh, uh, like I said, starting May the 3rd, households in Canada will start to receive letters in the mail, which contains a unique security code, uh, as well as instructions on how to access the census questionnaire online. Now, respondents can also request a print copy by calling the census helpline, which will be again live on May the 3rd. Alternative formats such as large print or braille or video and audio versions of the questionnaire can also be requested through the census helpline. And this will be uh, the census website address is www.census.gc.ca. And the helpline toll-free number is 1-855-340-2021. All right. Well, in light of the pandemic, I mean, you mentioned a lot of it's going to be uh, online-based. Have there been significant changes to how the census is being done or even kind of questions being asked because of COVID-19? Yes, obviously. Well, due to uh, considerations of uh, everyone, everyone's safety uh, in face of the COVID-19 pandemic, Statistics Canada is rolling out a contactless census. And this means every household will have the opportunity to complete the census online and will be encouraged to do so. If you haven't completed your census question online by May the 11th, our census staff will follow up with you either uh, with a phone call uh, or a person, a personal visit. Uh, they will clearly identify themselves, who they are, as well as the purpose of the visit. And to keep everyone safe, our census staff will be wearing per- personal safety at all times. We will maintain safe social distancing, and we will not enter into your home. 
Okay, very good to know. Uh, you guys are still hiring. Uh, you've got some positions available if you want to help out with the census. Is that correct? Yes, yes. That is correct. Uh, the census of population is Satan's uh, largest operation that reaches every single household in Canada. Uh, and to assist in our collection efforts, we're in the process of hiring over 30,000, about 31,000 census uh, collection staff across the country, uh, including approximately 4,500 uh, um, in the province of British Columbia. And we're still looking for candidates uh, all across the province. So if you uh, or anyone uh, you know is interested, um, please direct them to apply on our census website at www.census.gca. And um, in particularly, uh, we're looking to hire 55 enumerators uh, uh, in our reserve communities around Fort St. John, such as in Suit, uh, 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 Talton, uh, Dees Lake, and Liard First Nations. For reserve areas, we have uh, uh, enumerators in Taylor, Hudson, Hope, uh, Charlie Lake, etc. Okay, wonderful. So there's lots of opportunities available for people. All right, Kwong. Uh, and uh, lastly, uh, how can individuals help spread the word about the census to kind of keep on our family and our friends say, hey, you got to fill that out. It's important. Yes, that's right. That's good. It's important for everyone to, uh, to know about the census and to complete their census forms. Uh, obviously, in the COVID environment, we are encouraging all our household respondents to complete their census forms online. Uh, the data that uh, you provide is uh, directly used to make informed decisions about your communities. Uh, you can help spread the word about the census by learning more about the census uh, on our website and by following our social media accounts. Uh, tell your friends and families about the census, as well as all the various job opportunities I've mentioned previously. All right, Kwong. Well, I really appreciate you taking some time to chat with us about this uh, very important uh, initiative that takes place every five years. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me again, Doug. All right, that's Kwong Wong with the uh, 2021 census over at Statistics Canada. We'll be right back to wrap things up right after this on Moose Talks. At the YMCA, we're committed to helping children thrive. We believe that healthy communities start with healthy kids, which is why we're so excited to bring you a fresh spin on our annual YMCA Healthy Kids Day presented by Canadian Tire. Join us Sunday, May 2nd to receive your free YMCA Healthy Kids magazine for a day of fun, active activities for the whole family to enjoy. Celebrate living healthy all year long. Learn more at nbc.ymca.ca. The vehicle has worked really hard for you. From helping you take the kids to school to you showing it off to your friends. It definitely deserves a break with Moose FM's Dirtiest Vehicle, fueled by Murray GM. Enter now at moosefm.ca and you could win a free detailing package from Murray GM in Fort St. John. We will pick a new winner at the end of each month. Moose FM's Dirtiest Vehicle is fueled by Murray GM. 
If you're looking for hassle-free internet services, call the Peace Region Internet Society today. With coverage throughout most of the Peace, PRIS can get you connected quickly without the hassle of contracts or bundles. Visit PRIS.ca or call 1-800-768-3311 for more information. This Sports Booster is brought to you by First Choice Towing. For all your towing needs, lockouts, boosters, tows, they do it all 24-7. Call 250-785-2271. You can count on First Choice Towing for all your towing needs. Our community first. This is Moose Talks with Dub Craig on Moose FM. Our thanks to our guests Dan Davies and Kwong Wong for joining us today. The Fort St. John Municipal by-election is coming up in just over two weeks and Moose FM and EnergeticCity.ca have you covered for all the info you'll need to make an informed decision at the ballot box. This Monday night at 7, we'll be streaming the All Candidates Forum live on the Moose FM and EnergeticCity.ca Facebook pages. If you'd like to submit a question for the moderator to ask of the candidates, you can do so right now at energeticcity.ca slash election. Then we'll be inviting all the candidates to appear on next Friday's edition of Moose Talks to follow up on some of their responses from the All Candidates Forum. That's it for this episode of the show, though. Moose Talks is produced by Adam Rayburn and Trey Lopashinsky. I'm Dub Craig. Be well. Join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another episode of Moose Talks, a weekly talk show about Fort St. John and the North Peace. Movie in the parking lot is back for the summer. Join us each month for a family-friendly drive-in. This month's movie, presented by Fort City Chrysler and CN Rail, is Mrs. Doubtfire. Watch Robin Williams dress up as a female housekeeper to spend more time with his kids. Saturday, May 15th. Hello. Mrs. Hillard, I presume? Yes, I'm Miranda Hillard. Euphigenia Doubtfire. Oh, yes. Won't you please come in? Thank you, dear. The event is free to attend thanks to our sponsors, but it is first come, first served. The first 50 vehicles will be allowed to watch the movie at either 6 p.m. or 8 p.m. Get more details at moosefm.ca. Movie in a parking lot, May 15th at the North Peace Arena, presented by Fort City Chrysler and CN Rail, is sponsored by Burger King, the YMCA of Northern BC, Apex Valve Services, and Moose FM. This is Moose Country. That was no daddy's dream, was not your mama's prayer. But I was your first and your last ticket out of there I caught your wings on fire When I smoked my Bronco tires out of that town I'm good at rolling dice No good at standing still You like the thought of chasing life Instead of dollar bills We're living reckless Nothing to catch us, baby, but the ground. This ain't for everybody. Toes hanging off the ledge, like we got nothing to lose. Ain't always heaven, baby. This living on the edge. You holding me, holding you. It's a hell of I paint with my old gifts You paint your purple sky It's times I canvas, baby Let's paint it red tonight Go out like shooting stars 
Chasing what's in our hearts Into the blue
Harris Construction, a provincial leader in transportation, infrastructure, construction, and maintenance. And DGS Astro Paving loves being a part of it. Hi, I'm Lee Bedell, area manager at DGS Astro Paving. Harris Construction is known as a world leader in road construction, and at DGS Astro Paving, we're known as a lead construction service supplier in Northeast BC. At DGS, we successfully complete over 100 jobs each year. To learn more, visit us at terraceconstruction.com. For what the block is cooking for chillers, makers, wake up and bakers. DoorDash. Delicious. Delivered. Have a wonderful family. A beautiful home. Calm yourself, Barney Fife. It's time to play Name That Mom. Name the famous mom when we ask you to call and you could win $1,000 in prizes for your mom this Mother's Day. You could win $250 in prizes from Backcountry, The Hairbin, Carter's Jewelers, and Walker's Greenhouse. We'll pick the winner on May 7th, just in time for Mother's Day. Name That Mom, presented by Backcountry, The Hairbin, Carter's Jewelers, Walker's Greenhouse, and Moose FM. Where can you enjoy souvlaki, tacos, amazing cakes, and the best stoners in the piece? Olive Tree Mediterranean Grill. Whether Olive Tree is already one of your favorites or you want to try something new, stop in for slow-roasted lamb, souvlaki, platters, hummus, spanakopita, tacos, quesadillas, butter chicken, desserts, cakes, and, of course, stoners. Plus, Olive Tree is now permitted to serve alcohol in-house and for your events. Olive Tree Mediterranean Grill. Open seven days a week on 100th Street across from TD Bank. Spring and summer, it's that season where your furnace gets to take a little break. It's also a great season to have your furnace cleaned and serviced. At Martian Sons, they've been cleaning and repairing furnaces in the Peace River region for over 50 years. As a locally owned family-run business, it's their goal to make sure your family is safe and warm. So this summer, let the Marsh family help your family. Book your furnace cleaning and service before fall hits with Martian Sons. Furnace repairs and more in Fort St. John. See martiansons.ca. Home has a new name, but we're still the same old CKFUFM. Broadcasting from the Fort City Chrysler Studio in Fort St. John, this is 100.1 Moose FM. Weather is brought to you by Murray GM. Murray GM, Fort St. John, serving Western Canada for over 90 years. Moose Country Weather. Mix the sun and cloud in store for today with a chance. Thanks for listening to this energeticcity.ca podcast. Energeticcity.ca is your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To help keep us independent and to support this podcast, go to energeticcity.ca slash join.